This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's podcast. It's a Monday after the Subway series. It's also a Monday after Al went to a film festival. It's a Monday after a nice Saturday and a crappy Sunday. How are you, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, I went to a film festival out on Long Beach Island, which I thought I was going to be hitting a ton of traffic. Not much, huh? Yeah, it turns out Long Beach Island, as I talk to the natives there, Jerry, people who are native to the land there the Long Beach Islanders, that they say that really July 4th is when their season kicks in. Kids are still in school. Kids are still in school, which is good. So it wasn't uh, terribly crowded. But um, the film festival was quite pricey for what they had to offer, I felt. Okay, that's fair. But one of the films that I really enjoyed was called The King. It was a documentary about Elvis Presley. Right. And um, you told me it was actually it was a documentary about Elvis Presley as told through his Rolls Royce, which the filmmakers had mm-hmm. and were driving around in his Rolls Royce. It was quite interesting about uh, race in America. Yep. About uh, you know Elvis growing up um, um, in the South, I believe, right? Right. And uh, his love of uh, music, soul music, and that sort of thing, but. Uh, you were telling me that it's on Netflix. Yes. Which pissed me off because I felt like, well, even though this film festival thing was pricey, that at least I saw a cool film. Yeah. But I could have stayed home, you're telling me, and watched this on Netflix. Well, I started watching this on Saturday. It's called The King. Right. And it was, I mean, I watched about five, ten minutes of it. Yeah. And then I actually, I didn't have time to watch it because it was long. And I wound up looking for something a, bunch, a bit shorter, and I watched you a documentary were, on food. You were hooked, interested in it uh, for I was more interest, time? I would not say hooked. I would, the first five minutes did not hook it me not. into it. But if I had, like yesterday, it would have been a good time to watch it because it was pretty crappy out. Yes. But instead, I went to play golf in the morning and um, was trying to get a raccoon out of a cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did not I did not watch it. Okay. Um, but I have it saved, and I, I will go back. I didn't I didn't realize the name of it was The King. The King. But describing the opening scene that I watched, sounds like it's the same exact thing you're talking about. Yeah. it was. Uh, I enjoyed it, and it uh, got me interested to watch. I had taped previously, a couple weeks ago, HBO did a Elvis documentary. Right. And I'm going to watch that now. 
prior to that, I had very little interest in Elvis. Mm-hmm. Sort of one of these overplayed things is nothing but Elvis. But isn't Elvis like one of the? Isn't that in a lot of in a lot of cases? Sometimes you watch something with not much expectations, yes. and like you really get into it, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like I want to know more, right? Yeah, I will tell you that on the ride home from the film festival, you were listening to Elvis, Elvis songs. Were you really? Yep. That is funny, how but that not works like out. the like I was trying to play Elvis songs that I liked that weren't like super popular ones. Other the ones, ones. That I, yeah, like the Wonder of You, great it's a Elvis good song. song. Sure, we played. Um, ain't nothing but a hound dog. No, that's overplayed. Oh, that's overplayed. I'm sorry. Burn in love. We played. That's not overplayed. Oh, Hunka, 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 love. That's one of his most popular songs. I don't know about that. That's overplayed. It's not on his. Uh, if you have a greatest hits album with 20 songs on it, not on there. It, it's still overplayed. All right. That's a, that's a popular one. In fairness, all Elvis is overplayed. Well, Most of it. That's probably true. To you're probably not wrong about that. And yet, you and I listen to Beatles Beatles blocks on Q104 on the ride home sometimes. And sometimes I have no idea what the hell those songs are. Me neither. Crazy, right? So bored of the Beatles. Well, half of them are dead. So right, which means they're not putting out new music. Uh, Paul McCartney has not passed. interested. Okay, got it. Boring. What else you got, Al? That's not boring. Oh. A new study uh, from Germany says there's been a dramatic decline in book reading. No kidding. Why do you think that is, Jerry? Well, does this count people reading on their phones? No, that would still be reading, I believe. So uh, reading a book on a device does not count. I would say that does count as reading a book. Okay, then I don't know. They're blaming Netflix. Well, I mean, that's certainly part of it. You have the world in your fingertips now. You can watch, I mean, I can tell you just from watching my 13-year-old who gets straight A's, does really well in school, everything he does is basically, it's highlight-based. It's. I mean, it really is. I mean, he reads what he has to read. He's not sitting down reading a book, though. He'll read the highlights. He'll watch the highlights. It's like yeah. that's how I enjoyed the Subway series this weekend. I watched the highlights. See, I watched every inning Friday and Saturday night. Really? And then last night, I was so tired from the weekend. I actually went to bed at 7 o'clock last night. I figured the other part of that was, too, I didn't expect anything from the game. Right. And so I'm like, I'll watch. So I watched a good portion of it this morning, and it was it was fine. There were a couple of good moments in it, but there wasn't much there. Right. You know? Nothing exciting. Not really. Not really. Friday night, I had a while. I wanted to watch DeGrom. And then Saturday, I was into it. All right. I'm trying to think why I didn't watch Friday night. Oh, I was at the film festival thing. All day? Getting culturized. Well, we went Friday night, then we went all day Saturday. Oh. Holiday, Florida, Jerry. A man uh, was uh, in a stolen car and caught by police, and when they found him, there was a monkey in a diaper clinging to him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Man arrested for auto theft. Uh, sheriffs say the monkey was wearing a diaper. Monkey. The monkey's name is Monk. So not very creative. <laughs> well, isn't that the same as a human being named Hugh? What? <laughs> That's possible, yes. Hugh, the human. Wildlife officials took possession of the monkey and took it to the Suncoast Primate Sanctuary. Evidently, you can't keep a monkey in a diaper in a car. That's, <laughs> no, you can't. That is against the rules. When I, I lived I, in, when I lived in Florida, there was a place called the Chimp Farm in Tarpon Springs. I've been to Tarpon Springs. 
They had uh, did not go to the chimp farm. Uh, old rehabilitated monkeys in there. Okay, uh, film monkeys, you know, from the famous films and things. Right, right, right. But you had to be careful. It is true. Monkeys will throw their poo at you. That's nice. Yeah, I don't know. I was why. not aware of that. Oh no, that's a thing. The poop and the throw. They will throw feces. That's great. That is just great. So when what? they like when they'll go um. Humans and apes are very closely relatives. We right. don't throw our poop. Uh, not lately, no. No. Never once did you ever do that? No. I've never. I mean, some people put it in a bag and then throw it at the front door of a house. Yeah, I've never done that You've either. You've never done that either, huh? I've done nothing with my poop except put it in the toilet. Not in the freezer? Nope. Garbage? Nope. <laughs> Just in the toilet. Now like I have you're a, supposed to. I had a raccoon in a cage yesterday. You did? As a pet? What would you have done? No, not as a pet. I told you I have groundhogs. I'm trying yes. to catch in the in the cage, and then they take it and they you caught release well, it in the park. You That's, caught one groundhog. We got one, and then a second one showed up. Then a second groundhog showed up. So I was trying to catch that on Friday. What did they, not? Any chance that it's the original groundhog found its way back to your backyard? No, because they say they can only track back a mile, and they drop off. They make sure they're dropped off six to ten miles away. Oh, plus the thing would get run over. True. No, there's no way. But I do think it, there are multiple ones down under the shed. Right. So that's fine. So I'm like, all right, I got the cage out on Friday. All's good. Saturday, fine. So they go, hey, we got the groundhog. I go out there. It's not a groundhog. It was a freaking raccoon. Really? Do you let that out? I don't know. Uh, well, they took it this morning. Yeah, so. I think. Yeah, I think they should take it because the raccoons. I think you got to uh, test for rabies if you see them out during the day. Right. So. He's gone. They're creatures of the night. Now, that was to, freaky. Do you have to pay for this raccoon removal? No, it's part of the service that I paid for. But but you paid for two animals, right? Now it's fifty dollars a removal. Right. So now to get the groundhog that's left that you know An for sure, fifty dollars will be fifty dollars. I'm fine with that, unless there's seventeen groundhogs underneath. All right, sixteen. And by the raccoons. way, even if I could just pay as I go, when I don't owe you nine thousand right. dollars right now, I'm good with that. Like every time they come and. Remove an animal from your yard, $50. Fine. You're okay no with that. No worries. I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. I'll have a check in the mailbox. Here's your 50 bucks. Get rid of the groundhog. So, yeah, so that happened yesterday. Have you seen them come and get the cages? No, I have not, but I would not go near. Like, Yeah, me neither. Because, you know, they told you, they're like, you know, you can go get a cage at Lowe's. And I saw them. They're like, they're like 25 bucks, 30 bucks. Catch it yourself. Put it in the back of your car and just release it. I'm like, no. Put a raccoon in the back in the pickup. Uh, There's no uh, uh, In the back of your car. Put it in the trunk. They'll, but he's like, just put a black bag down because I like to crap all over the place. I'm like, oh, how about you just yeah, come get it? I'm out for that. Plus the arms. What if it reaches through and scratches me? Or no way. Or spits uh, rabies. Anything. Rabies yeah, spit at you. There's no way I was touching that. So that's, yeah. Yeah, I would not touch that either. Gross. Very gross, Jerry. Let me see what other story you have for you. Which one do I want to... Oh, how about this one? This was an interesting story I saw uh, late last week. Corpus Christi, Texas. I feel like I've been there. Corpus Christi? I think I have been. A Texas man used a shovel to chop the head off a rattlesnake he found in his backyard. What he didn't realize is that the snake head lives on and it bit him. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he chopped the head off and the head attacked him. Oh, my God. He, the man picked up the head to throw it in the garbage, and it attacked. Venom bite. Oh, Almost no. fatal. 
The man was airlifted from Corpus Christi to a hospital where he received 26 doses of antivenom. Man. Dude, that's brutal. He found this four-foot snake when he was doing yard work back on Memorial Day. Why would you pick it up with your hands? He was picking up. He chopped the head off. I then don't he, care. He picked that. I would never do that. No way. This um, anti-venom doctor says uh, people don't realize that reptiles and mammals are, are wired differently. The head end of a cut-up rattlesnake can continue to function, including the venom glands, for a long time afterward. And, in fact, the other half continues to work as well. It'll rise and rattle at you. This is what the it venom doctor It doesn't have any said. eyes. It moves around, though, still. A trauma surgeon says sucking the venom out of a snake bite is also a bad idea. You don't want to do any of that, he said. You just want to keep the victim calm, keep the bitten area above the level of the heart slightly, and get the patient to an emergency room. See, I would always thought I would never be able to suck the venom out. No, me neither. But I've always heard that. That yeah. sounds like a terrible so that idea. That seems like a myth. Like, now right. I've got snake venom in, right. in my mouth. No good. I couldn't agree with you more. That's brutal. That's no good. Why would God make snakes that could give us venom and you guys kill us? Well, he doesn't believe it. Where's Eddie Scazzeri? It makes me think, though, right? You're yeah. talking about snakes in backyards. Yes. I've got raccoons and groundhogs. Could you imagine if we actually did live in Arizona? Yes. Or Pennsylvania? Terrible. Bears and snakes and mountain lions and yeah. coyotes. No thanks, man. Pass, right? That's a hard yeah, pass. Yeah, I'll pass. Scorpions. Oh, gosh. And I you never know, like, especially with our hours, right? You yeah. go out for, let's say you go out in your driveway at 3 o'clock in the morning. Who the hell knows what's out there? Snakes. Oh, terrible. Customers terrible, terrible, uh, terrible. Customers at a North Carolina pizza. Are we done with the snake? Yep. Got it. Uh, let's you see. have this in your office, this American superfood. What is that on TV mean? right now. Don't you have this in your office? Uh, no, I have a, um, does a vitamin I have. Oh, I thought you had this in your office. No. Oh, it might I, have the may look like the same bottle. It looks like the same. All right, continue. Yeah, I'm sorry. similar. A uh, North Carolina pizza worker is accused of lacing shredded cheese that he used to make pizzas. He laced it with rat poison. Oh no! Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did he kill anybody? Mm-hmm. Footage showed the 59-year-old man named now, Lee. Now, why would you do this at 59 years old? Right. He shredded the cheese and placed something that was not cheese into the shredding machine. Manager of the pizza place saw a video of this, called the cops, and all suspect all the suspected poison cheese was rounded up before it could reach any customers. Thank God. He's being held on $100,000 bail. That's it? Yeah. Should be a million. The guy's from North Carolina. His name is Ricky Lee. Shocker. Why is that a shocker? Well, it's the same as like... Someone's name in North Carolina. All right, so if you're out there and your name Ricky Lee, your life is going to end badly. Yeah. Do not rat poison my pizza. No, uh, Gina and I have been doing, Jerry, making pizza on the grill. It's a new thing we started doing. Cool. You got a pizza stone. Right. You put it on your grill. You make the dough. You you flatten it. Cheese sauce on the grill. Homemade pizza. Homemade pizza. Sounds like a great idea. No rat poison. No, not if you are. I wouldn't think you're going to put the poison in your own pizza. I would not. Hopefully. Unless she gets tired of you. At that, Then she'll end up on the ID channel. Right. Right, because they do always come looking at those closest to us. Yes. 
because unless it's totally random, it's clearly someone you're involved with. Do you think if you ended up murdered, they'd uh, talk to me because we do this podcast together? I would hope they would talk to you and Eddie and Bob and Boomer and Greg and Mark. Yes. And then what if immediately I said, I need a lawyer? Would I be... <laughs> Sir, you're under arrest. Would I be suspect number one? I would think so. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pleading the fifth. I need, I'm going to need, this sounds like you're accusing me. I'm going to need a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's probably not the best way to go. Yeah. You might want to try a different tact. Yeah, when I watch those ID channel shows and the people immediately ask for a lawyer, I'm like, mm, guilty. Yeah, of course. You've got nothing to hide. Would you be nervous to take a lie detector test? Uh, yeah, probably, because you're worried that you're going to fail it, even if you're not lying. Right. That's, and then if But you, that's also why they, you know, they don't stand up in court. Right, but they always, on these ID channel shows, they always ask people to take a test, and they almost always agree to it. Well, because I think, my guess would be, the criminals are so good at lying, they probably feel like, bring it on. I'll pass a lie detector test. Now, I know you said, like, they're they're not, they don't hold up in court. But on this, on these ID channel shows, when someone's a suspect and they ask, can you take a lie detector test, and they take it and pass, they let them go. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. I guess it's part of, a you know, they have an alibi, they have someone... Right, they don't have enough evidence. Yeah, and, and they also pass the lie right. detector, then they let them go. But I don't believe, you, I'm pretty sure, maybe it's, maybe it's different state to state, but I don't believe you can submit a lie detector test as evidence. In yeah. a court case. I don't think I think you're right. I don't think you can. I know Howard Stern did this bit for years and still does it, but the lie detector test for a radio show is fun. I'm sure. You know, like he would ask the staff questions. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's a great idea. That would be great. It is funny. When do we come up with some ideas? Uh, Yeah. That was, um, yeah, that would have been a good one to come up with. The lie detector one. test, the well, real one. All these things you see, you're like, damn, why didn't we think of that? Yeah. Terrible. We're smart. We do fun stuff. We don't have a whiteboard is what we need. we got to come up with ideas. A whiteboard with ideas. And not punch it like LeBron James. That would great idea. Don't punch it. Exactly. All right, Jerry. I That's have it. a follow-up doctor's appointment today from uh, me having to go to the ER uh, t- uh, two weeks ago. This um, about your brain? I'm going to see my doctor today, yes. What's he going to tell you? Nothing? Uh, yeah, he's probably going to. He's going to send you to a... Uh... Brain doctor? Yeah. You know that's coming. What do you mean a brain doctor? To test my brain? Oh, you're probably going to go for scans. Oh, yeah. Because if you're just going, like, if you're following up with your family practitioner. Yeah, my family practitioner, Jerry. Who basically is. A jack of all trades. Yeah. He's like. He's not specialized in the brain. So he knows where to send you. Right. People are like, you sound like you're going crazy. What, is a, what, the hell, what is a doctor? I mean, Neuroscientist. I neurologist. Neurosurgeon. Neurologist. He's going to send you to a neurologist. He's going to be like, all right. You look healthy. You look fine, but nah, I'm not really a neurologist. Right. So I'm going to recommend you to. This isn't over. And what will they do? I have no idea. You're going to have scans, tests. Scans. Oh yeah. I'm still going to a heart doctor for oh. that nonsense in November. Would you rather go to a doctor for your heart or your brain? Neither. Oh, something different. Like Neither. A foot. foot would be. How about better. for an ankle injury? Yeah, I'd be good with that. My ankle hurts. Heart, brain. Yeah. Not two things I'd like to go to the doctor for. Hmm. But I still do. Hmm. So, what are you going to do? Maybe just put me on Xanax and just relax me. The neurologist might. A neurologist would do that? I don't know. Or those? I, I really don't know. I've never what, been to a neurologist. What about these gummy uh, pot things that I'm hearing we're going to get in New Jersey? How about some of those? We still have sports betting. Oh. Hell what's, if I know. What's taking them so long? I don't know. Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy. Yes. 
He sounds like a baseball player. Phil Murphy. Phil Murphy. Then Phil, Phil Murphy is four for four tonight <laughs> as he tries to hit for the cycle. Yeah, we were going along great until uh, Phil Murphy had a great night against our pitching. So true. All right, Jerry, warm up next to we're gonna go Goodbye. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Is it Monday already? I guess it is. This portion sponsored by Credit Karma. Good morning, Al Evil Knievel Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? Uh, quite a sports weekend. Something like Not yeah, really, actually. No, really. It really wasn't. It was. It wasn't. Yep. Starting Kinda Friday, sucked. NBA Finals over. Did you watch that, though? The NBA Finals? I actually I I watched that the one. first three games. I yeah. passed on Friday. You I, passed. Wa- I watched the Met Yankee game. Right. Mets Yankees, more important. Tanaka out now for. <laughs> Many weeks, I'm, that's I, what I'm seeing, I do Jerry. like the report. Masahiro Tanaka injured hamstrings. Strings, both, <laughs> both of, them. of them. Both of his strings are gone. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I like that he didn't even attempt to slide at the play at the plate. Yeah, why would you? That, I wouldn't either. <laughs> He's got bad hamstrings. I would have no idea how to slide. Oh, come on. Well, I would not. Not without getting I, injured. I think you short. would. No I think chance. you are shortening. I, nope. You're shorting yourself. You think it, I could right now run from third base to home and slide and not get injured? Yes, I do. <laughs> I absolutely no chance. do. Because you were a little league player one day. It's like riding a bike. Mm, all right. I do. I think I think your instincts would take over. I really yeah. do think you would learn and re- not learn. You would remember how to slide. I do. I'm not even a Yankee fan, Jerry, and I was angry at the Tanaka injury. I just hate. I hear again, right? No, no, I'm not doing DH hit versus hitting. Oh, okay. I just don't like the idea. Like these guys are, they're fragile. They're fragile. These but pitchers. Why? Why because are they so fragile? I don't know. That I can't answer. How come in you? 1935 these guys could hit, pitch, they'd play right field, they go on a marathon for you, and they play 154 games? Now it's so specialized. It's so stupid. Like where the hell is Joannis Cespedes? Saturday night we're watching the game, and my son goes, ah. Look at this. I'm like, what? He goes, Cespedes had a setback. I'm like, with what? His quads. I mean, come on. Is your quad and your hamstring similar? Uh, well, it's the opposite side. Other side. But his quad is more the is... hip flexor. Oh, hip flexors. Which is Rick Pietro told me at the softball game last week is what I have now. Oh, you have this as <laughs> I well. I have this too. It's, it's, where the, it's where the quad meets the hip. All right. And it's painful. I get it. Just go up there and hit home runs, yeah. will you? Hit home runs. Don't slide. So God. Tanaka is on a 10-day DL, Jerry, but Which many could weeks. could be two months. Could be two months. Could be. And I love that it was Todd Frazier who got it done for the Mets last night so All they don't weekend. get swept. At least he gave them some life this weekend. He did give them some life. Seth Lugo looking awesome. And Nimmo. Brandon and Nimmo. Nimmo is a fun player. Oh, and I did say, not that I'm a soothsayer of any kind, Jerry, I did say Tanaka would give up an early home run to the he Mets. He did. Like he always does. Brandon he- Nimmo. Lead off, and then of course they had no hits or like the base nitty. runners the rest of the game. Yeah, but early on, that if you get so to pathetic. them early on, Jerry, you, that game actually went pretty much the way you said it would. You'd get a That's home right. run, or the weekend you get a home run from Tanaka on Tanaka early. Early, the Grom would be great, and then the Yankees would score late and win. Yes, it's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So really, you sir. A mind. You're a baseball mind. And why am I waking up to Adrian Gonzalez being off the Mets? He's not terrible. I thought that was surprising, too, yeah, actually. Yeah, I was surprised. I know he struck out a few times last night, but I thought he's played a good first base, 
And you know what? He's hit the ball a little bit. He's slow as molasses, but that's not the guy I probably would have cut. When I heard um, Harris Allen mention that on my ride in, I went, I was by myself. I went like this, huh? I did too. Yeah, you did exactly as well. the same one, huh? Huh? Yeah, huh? Hmm. I was, waiting, gone. I was gone. waiting for a big reason why. Yeah, no, there was really no reason. They want to bring Dominic Smith up. And right. here's another thing. Ty Kelly. Who's this now? No disrespect. <laughs> Mets? Yes, Ty Kelly. bringing up Ty Kelly. Where does he play? Where is this Peter Alonzo? Bring him up. I don't know who any of these guys are. Peter Alonzo is their big prospect right now who's batting like 350 in the minor leagues. Farm system talk. So, And I don't want to hear major league times. Just play him. Ty Kelly, that's where we're going? Ty Kelly, Jerry. Ugh. Nice and kid, but ugh. You did see uh, Justify won the Triple Crown this weekend. Oh, did they? Yeah. I was okay. in a uh, bar. I had, no, I had no interest. I was in a bar, and then once people were interested, I thought, well, it takes no time to watch this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to peek in. 65 seconds of your life? Yep, 65 seconds of my life. Then went right back to my um, muscles, steamed muscles I was, you know, I was enjoying in some weird broth. Bone Whatever. broth? No, it wasn't bone broth. It was, it was some sort broth. of broth. Just broth. But then I saw the uh, breeding rights for Justify will be $75 million. I wonder what your breeding rights are. <laughs> well, then, well, it got me thinking to like every shock jock morning host in the sure. country. You know they're penciling in some sort of breeding joke. Hard I donated sperm to sperm banks. Act yeah. fast and you too can have your own Al Dukes. Yeah. They're all, uh, all the shock jocks are getting all of their, their bits ready for this morning. Sperm banks? Yeah. <laughs> all like. I would have my sperm frozen. Wouldn't you love to get, bre- what do they call it? Breeding rights? Wouldn't you like to go out and stud for 75 million? <laughs> do you guys need more sperm? Nope. It's still here. No one's interested. <laughs> That's my shock jock. Do you think you could get $75 for yours? 75 I think <laughs> that is. From someone that wants a little Al Dukes. I recall uh, many years ago, not that I looked into it, but I did see in, in college towns, they always, they advertise. That's not what I'm asking. I know what I'm saying. And back then, in, when I was in college, it was like $75. No, I'm saying, would someone want yes. yours? Jerry, like, I, specifically to yes. have a little Al Dukes yes. running around? Yes. Because you know what you get? An organized little kid. <laughs> that doesn't want to leave Do you guys house. need more sperm? <laughs> nope. It's still here. No one's interested. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you what, if you're a parent, you don't have to worry about the kid getting hurt, the kid doing anything stupid. Yeah. All he's going to do is sit in his room and play his piano. I bet I could go on Twitter today and find someone interested. For $75. Yeah. What do you think you could get? I'd have to go through a lawyer, Jerry. (laughs) You can't just give that out. Call Salino and Barnes. Salino and Barnes. Oh, no, they're man. injury attorneys. Yeah, I know what they are. I know. And uh, I have two jewelry-related stories, Jerry. Two. Two. Not well, most two. people have one. Yeah. You have two. A lot of these morning shows today will have one jewelry story. <laughs> I've got two. Uh, right. Giants, Zach Diossi. Is now, that I've how done, you say yes, his name? Yes, the son of Steve Diossi, who was a great cowboy, the big cowboy fan that you are, if you remember that. Zach Diossi has two Super Bowl rings with the Giants. He was a... Uh, Long snapper. I mean, that is the worst way to get a Super Bowl Why? ring. <laughs> a long snapper. Do you remember Trey Junkin? I don't know who that is okay. either. <laughs> Imagine you're like, go out. Uh, these are my two Super Bowl rings. Oh, what position are you? Long snapper. <laughs> he still plays. You have any idea how hard that is to do? 
once you perfect it, it's not hard at all. <laughs> that's snapper. Just not true. <laughs> to perfect it, yes. Can I go snapper? Out, can I go out there and long snap it right now? I cannot. I, even snapper. if you perfected it in practice, to have guys that are 6'5", 350 pounds, breathing down your face as you're trying to make that snap, good luck. It's not easy. Well, he was out at a charity event where evidently they wanted to see these rings of his, his two Super Bowl rings. And when he was leaving, he he was, I guess, getting situated, put his two rings on the roof of his car, yeah. forgot them, and drove off. I've done that before, not with Super Bowl rings, but with macaroni and cheese yeah. and chilies. That's popular to do with your coffees. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, it does happen. He's sure. just so smooth. Snapper. Hey, are we going out to Giant Camp this year? Can we get Steve, the, uh, Zach Diossi on yeah. and then replay this? So then some dude, Snapper. some dude walking his dog found one of the rings uh, and returned it. It had said Zach Diossi. Very nice of him to do it. He was probably like, who the hell is Zach Diossi? <laughs> no, That's not. what I would have done what if, if I was. What if he's a Giant fan? <laughs> okay. What? I think he was a Giant fan. The other ring they fear is lost forever. They believe it, it's gone out to the dump. Well, that sucks. But here's the part I didn't understand. Fine. The guy who found the ring found the ring under a box. A little box. <laughs> right. They think potentially the other ring was in the box, which he didn't open. <laughs> which got thrown out. Got thrown out. Or he kept it. And didn't I got a it. box. <laughs> I don't think he or kept it. he kept it. it didn't no. say anything, and he gets a reward for the second one. That could have been in the Al and Paul's podcast about moral clauses. Or I have no idea uh, where the box even is. It's in the dump now, the box. I guess so. That's what police believe. It's in the it's in the dumpster. They say it's only going to be 15000 to replace it. Although, as Zach Diazzi says, he knows it's not his real Super Bowl ring. Okay. Because it's gone Do you in have the another dump. jewelry story before we take I a do. break? We don't have much time. <laughs> okay. Braves pitcher, Jerry. Annabelle Sanchez. You're familiar with him. You watch MLB Network. I do. He was in Los Angeles pitching against the Dodgers when his hotel room was burglarized. Check these details out. They got $100,000 worth of jewelry, including four watches. Yeah. Why is there, are those in a... I have no idea. He's traveling with four They're watches? on the road with four... I don't get it. I don't know. Do you think he wears four watches? Uh, perhaps. One around his ankle? No, no. <laughs> right up his... I don't know. Forearm. I don't know why you have four watches. I have one. It's a fitness watch. I don't like keeping my iPad in a hotel room. I don't keep anything in a hotel room. I wouldn't keep... A, know what he should have done, Jerry? Use that safe. Nobody uses the safe. No one uses the safe. You know why? Because no one can figure out how to do the do-do-do. Exactly. And get it back open. We have to take a break. This portion sponsored by Credit Karma. Get your truly free credit score and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma. Download the Credit Karma app today. Credit Karma, get knowing. Quick break, Boomer and Geo at the top, and more wacky stories from Al next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. Mitch did beat the Yankees on Sunday Night Baseball 2-0. They beat Luis Severino because that makes sense. A uh, home run by Todd Frazier. You got about a minute, uh, Al. What do you got? Uh, T.O. Jerry had a busy weekend. He was uh, fighting Michael Irvin on Twitter. Right. He was fighting Jason Whitlock on Twitter, where at first I thought it was Jason Witten. I was confused. <laughs> it was Two the, different people. Two different individuals. Yeah, completely different, yes. Uh, and then I saw that Gary Myers, you know him from the Daily News, he said he wants his vote back. See, I don't like that. Me neither. You're voting on whether or not the guy's a Hall of Fame player, yes. not if he's a tool or not. Right. I mean, to me, that's where it kind of crosses the line. Yeah, he said since T.O. is not going to the ceremony, 
Give me my vote back. No, you can't have your vote back. Hmm. You already made your well, vote. Well, Steve Young also implored uh, Terrell Owens to change his mind. He did. I'm not saying he shouldn't change his mind, but the idea that you're voting on, you know, the mind of Terrell Owens. I mean, you're voting on Terrell Owens, the player. That's kind of like, right? Baseball writers have done this for years, too. They keep guys out because they weren't nice to the media. It's, it's not right. But I like the imploring by uh, Steve Young. That's nice. I feel like that's like he wasn't. Make sure oh. you're locked in to talk about this weekend's Yankees <laughs> Mets Subway Series. Plus, it's a Jersey Mike's Box Office Blitz Monday with your chance to win field-level tickets.